What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Bishop Don for Black King Crew Chicago. We on VH100. Let's get it. Hi, hey, and hello. On Loving It by Hollywood, Ray J and Immature hit the stage for the finale episode. Cartel crew Betty is triggered, and Stephanie puts her hands around Marie's neck. Then we'll mm. give Don a call to chat about the double episode premiere of Black Ink Crew Chicago. Yes. VH100. The podcast starts ahora mismo. That means right now in Spanish. The official podcast for all things VH1, pop culture, and a little more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, do it. My name is Easy Manoli, and the obnoxious girl over there is... LeJune, and yes, I am here (laughs) and excited about yet another episode of VH100, the podcast. So, ladies and gents, if you want to get in on this conversation with Emmanuel and I, make sure you use that hashtag, VH100podcast. Oh. That's right. Talk that talk with us. <laughs> I love it. I know. Legit. It doesn't get old. Talking that talk. What's going on? Any Black Friday deals? No. Or you, Cyber Monday you deals? You know what? <laughs> it's funny that you should mention. Somebody hit it a is, It is Cyber Monday. But let me just tell you, I got a text last week, you know, Someone sent me a text. This is how you know that people are just like monitoring your carts out on these internet streets. Oh, right. So basically, I was going to order some furniture. A few months ago, right? Uh-huh. You guys remember me talking about how I needed a new bed, right? Of course we do. So finally, for the I three found- of you tuning in, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I literally found the perfect bedroom set, which was like a process for me. Okay. And so I found the bedroom set. I loved it. Was gonna buy it. Didn't end up buying it. And then. I get a text about how, like, oh, it's 70% off of everything in the store. So you know that they were like, oh, there's a potential customer that didn't follow through. Yes. And so I'm like, I'm hype. I'm like, yes. I text back. I'm like, yes. I'm about to get my... I text text back. I say, yes. I'm about to get my bedroom set. I'm so glad I waited. Right? Oh, God. This is already bad. (laughs) Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I go on the site, and the prices are exactly the same. They basically just jack the prices. Yeah, they jack the prices and then added the percentage off. And so I'm like, I'm sorry, boo-boo, but you know that I knew how much this was at least two months ago. So don't try to come for me. And so now I'm going for another different bedroom set where I wasn't trying to get baited and switched. Okay, angered. (laughs) That's right. Don't try to play me. That was so horrible. No, I do feel like that a lot of places may do that to be honest because if you don't check for a website as often as you have and right. they're like this is 70% off but it's still $700 right. originally it, you know what I mean yeah. people do fall for that kind of scam so be careful be careful and if you guys are like if you're like oh all the sales are gonna come up let me wait for the sales know how much the item that you're looking to buy 100%. is and don't let those people bait and switch you buy yep. from someone else that's gonna be more honest yes no I agree because I, I am probably guilty at that because because again, I don't. Baiting and switching that booty. Uh, <laughs> that too. I'm like, you can get all of this, <laughs> and they always do. Oh no! But no, I didn't really do that many Black Friday or Cyber Monday shopping. Just clothes per usual. But oh, it yes. is well, you, what it is. You're extra fresh today. Oh, thank you. Well, because I was hanging out with Ryan Henry and Charmaine. Because oh, this yes. week we have Black and Crew Chicago back, and we have a little bit of a snow situation yeah. happening in the city streets. And Ryan bestowed some knowledge on me. 
because we were walking on the sidewalk. Yeah. And he looked at my shoes, and then he looked at some slant that was coming up on the mm. sidewalk, and he's like, "I don't think you're. These aren't the right shoes for that kind of slant." And I was right. like, "Oh no, it'd be fine." And then I walked, and I started sliding, and I had to uh, grab onto his arms. Ooh. And which are very buff, by the way, which you gave me a heads up. I saw the episode this week. I said, okay, arms. So I'm not going to. I was like, oh, wow. So my first reaction was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then my second reaction, I said to him, I go, damn, you're like a rock. Right. He does pull ups on pull ups constantly. Pull ups on pull ups on pull ups. And then he said, listen, I'm from Chicago. I know about these (laughs) these slants. Right. So just be careful out here. Listen to the shy town homie. uh, 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 He's giving you advice about the inclement weather. I died. So I was like, oh. Shit, and then you know we had poor Charmaine out there because she is pregnant. Oh yeah, so I had to definitely be careful with her too because she brought heels, and if I'm already sliding in my boots grabbing onto Ryan, I'm just all like, miss, just be careful. But Neek was with her too. Oh, that's good. It was not cute. Yeah, Neek got her back. We had a cute little time, but I also had a cute time with my family as well. Yes, over the Thanksgiving break, we I haven't gone to a Greek dance in a while. I am Greek, and basically there's like live Greek musicians playing, and you eat dinner and you just drink a lot of wine and our version of moonshine, which is called Tsikudia. What? So I drank shots Tsikudia. of yeah, shots of vodka, tequila, Tsikudia, and Ooh. wine. So I got like pretty lit. Yeah, <laughs> I really like, like when you say that Tsikudia. Yes. Right. I feel so ethnic. I want to go to it, a Greek dance. I want you to come. I really Ooh. feel like you would enjoy it. Invite me next time. Yeah, it's definitely like a different, like, what the hell is going on over here situation. And you're just constantly just drinking. I love it. So, (laughs) yes, I did drink, but I wasn't at, like, a gay bar. I was at a Greek dance. That's right. Switching it it up. I'm always switching it up. And then I'm quickly bouncing over to L.A. because we have a lot of our Love & Hip Hop New York cast members doing a takeover on The Real. Yes. So a lot is happening in our world over here. Yeah, it's getting real. But I'm real. taking my vitamins because this train got to keep going. That's right. Take those vitamins. Take that vitamin, extra vitamin D. I always take it in both ends. So hey. here you go. All right. But boom. But that's why I'm drinking tea because I I sound a little hoarse. Now, is it from traveling or deep throating? We don't know. Whoa, Anywho. We'll never, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> people who live where I live know. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> My neighbors know. <laughs> there he goes again. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for our pop culture pop quiz this week? Oh, yeah. I'm so ready. Because I heard that your break was very lovely. You had a lot of me time. I did. I got my me time on mommy me time. So that means a lot of me being naked. And eureka Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm actually still on my break because I was doing a lot. I told oh. you I do too much until where I can't do Got for a it. while. Okay. It wouldn't do anything for me, but make me mad. Noted. Right. All right. Well, when the boy's away, a naked mama will play. play. <laughs> right. All right. Let's go. She's like doing cartwheels up in that apartment. Like, woo! Right. <laughs> She's freeing all the nipples up in there. Right. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to hit you with our pop culture pop quiz. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Let's go. Question number one. This actually surprised me. In unexpected beef news, this rocker recently went on a rampage at a Nashville bar when he took to the stage to say, I don't want to say this, but oh he my said, goodness. fuck Oprah Winfrey. What? I did not say that. This man said it. A rocker, a rock and roll person said, fuck Oprah Winfrey. Uh-huh. And, other, and other talk show hosts as well. But he has a an aggression towards her specifically. Wow. I'm, I'm, I, I must say. His you know, name is Blank Rock. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Because you normally do put things in there. Damn, why did you have to give it to me? I just 
I'm second. So- <laughs> it's Kid Rock. It's Kid Rock. It's okay? Kid Rock. It was the most random things that just started plop- popping up on the socials. But he oh. looked he looks visibly drunk. A lot of people are speculating like he was definitely like a little wasted. Yeah. And he took to Twitter to further explain that a couple years ago, his team tried to get him on the Oprah Winfrey show. Yeah. And her people asked him to write down five reasons why he loved her and the show. Oh. And apparently he said, fuck that and her. End of story. Oh, wow. So That's a fascinating story. It is a little fascinating, but no one seems to know why he doesn't like her. Like, we don't know if that is the defining moment where he was like, I don't like her. But right. obviously, a lot of people are saying, you know, since he's targeting her, are is he racist? But he's mm. insisting that he's not. But, you know, you just never know nowadays. Right. And I wonder if there is another reason aside from that. Maybe Oprah knew about it. And maybe this why she's like, I need you to write me a list of five reasons why yeah. you love me and my show. Because he's, he's gone on you. a couple interviews where he has said he's not a fan of her. Oh, wow. So we don't know if that is the reason. But moving on. All right, but I'm just going to tell you. All love for Oprah over here. Give me a chance to think it through, okay? I'm sorry. I'm fine. All right. Question number two. This country singer hit another career high by becoming the first black gay man to appear on Forbes magazine's highest paid country stars. So wait a minute. You're telling me a black male country star on Forbes? Yes. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, God. It's not K. Michelle because she hasn't put out her country album yet. <laughs> and she's also It's not Mickey Guyton because you said guy. Yeah. I don't know. But I said black gay I, But man. wait. Oh, he's Op- a gay. Openly, yes. He's fucking. Oh. oh. <laughs> Come not on, girl. Lil Nas X? Yeah. He's not a country star. He, he is. I guess. That was the he whole drama. He a country hit. Well, no, but that was his whole issue is because, like, he was submitting his music to be in the country world, and then when they got kind of denied him in that world, Mm -hmm. that's when Billy Ray came in and was like, well, it's country now. But when you say music, you mean song, right? Because I don't think, I'm pretty sure that Lil Nas X doesn't have any other country tracks. But he's the highest paid country star. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what the Forbes list is about. He did kill the country game this year. Yeah, so he's placed at number 18 on the list where he earned a cool 14 mil and the biggest one being Luke Bryan with 42.5 million then Zach Brown band Keith Urban Blake Shelton and Kenny Chesney wow and then that's crazy yeah. that he came in the game and did that yeah exactly and he's also nominated for record and album of the year at the Grammys as well as best new artist so a lot of great things happening for Lil Nas X so it's class for him he's killing it Much very very happy to you yeah alright question number three mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone's favorite Millennium Tour is coming back in oh 2020. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. With tickets God. going on sale this week. The tour is mine. But you will not see this group on stage. Well, let me just tell you. Last week, I said, Chow! I can't wait to the <laughs> podcast this week so we can get into this. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I honestly, literally, I felt like. Omarion had channeled his inner Brandy and Monica and when he was like, the tour is mine, yeah. okay? <laughs> All right? It was Fizz's birthday when this was announced, you know? It oh. was Fizz's birthday and Omarion declared it a national Omarion day. <gasps> Boom! Well, she is slamming Boom. this one hard, this this question on the because, pop culture pop quiz. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, it's Omarion, and he is doing that tour without B2K. Bam. Mm. So Bow Wow is joining along with Ying Yang Twins, 
Lloyd, Sammy, Pretty Ricky, and Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy up in it. There you go. So, all right, that was our pop culture pop quiz. First of all, that sounds like a super, 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 super fun tour. Yeah. Mm. I mean, get your tickets. They went on sale this week, LaJam. I know. So I heard you. <laughs> so, obviously, while we're on the topic of the Millennium Tour, we do have to shift right on over to Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. May as well. Here we go. May as well. We did have a finale on our hands this week, and I feel like we need to get a free cap on our hands as well. Yeah, we do. Are you going to hit me with it in three, <laughs> yeah. two, uh, one, free cap? Trying to, trying to keep it light. Britney be still harmonizing by the fight. Lyrica says she found up for divorce. Ray trying to make it ring. This ain't the tour. It's the test show. April and Fizz was a no-show. That's not the people. Yo-Yo checking in on Apple. They don't know what she been through. Paul Manu's been going through it, yo. I ain't trying to start no rumors, though. She and Booby, they been getting close. Oh, though. <laughs> they have been getting a little smitty-smitty. That man was defending her. He does defend her quite a bit because, mm-hmm. you know, we do have reunion shows coming up, and I'll just say that he was there for oh, her. Okay. That's well, all I got to say. I ain't trying to start no rumors, though. <laughs> but he and Moniz, they been getting close. <laughs> so, Moniz is explaining to Booby how she reached out to Fizz in April on how she ran out of a certain medication, and she felt that she couldn't care for Cam that week. And according to Moniz, Fizz pretty much brushes her off and says to ask her parents for help. Yeah. Then, apparently... Cam makes the comment asking why he can't have a normal mom, which, of course, hurts her, and it would hurt anybody. It hurt me just watching it. Yeah, 100%, because if you're already like, I have no control over this, and I want to do my best as a parent and be there for my child, but you can't, and then you're kind of stuck in this situation where he has no choice but to see you in this state. I know. That sucks. It really does suck, but it's like, I don't know. I just kind of want to say sometimes it does see... I'm just going to say that it sucks and having to deal with mental illness sucks and having to deal with things that are beyond your control as a parent suck, right? Yeah. But isn't it quite convenient that the timing of this is happening? You know what I mean? Like if you're dealing with this, right? Mm. Do you want don't you want to be sure to be proactive about having what you need when you're with your child? And oh, is, you're saying so, like- so I'm just saying that I don't think that it's right that she was blown off. But I can see where the person on the other side of the phone may be thinking, oh, you're trying to make this about you. Um, it's not Got about it. your feelings. It's about my situation. And you're trying to turn it into something about you. So I can kind of understand how he blew it off. Yeah. Because um, I understand sucks. from his side, too, right. that he has said that it's been going on for X amount of years, that he always feels as though there are some excuses. But. It's when the kid is involved, that's where it gets a little sticky because I get it. I Like, he's probably annoyed because he's just like, Jesus, like, excuse after excuse. Yeah. But and she's he, like, this is not an excuse. This is my real life. Right. And they're just, like, it just seems like they're never really going to see eye to eye. Right. But here's the thing. If he would have, if he would have jumped for this, for that reasoning, mm-hmm. that wouldn't make so the per, her be more proactive about making sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Right. So, like, now you've had this situation. I think that next time you'll always be on top of having what you need to be there. Well, that's what Dr. Dr. Ali is saying. Okay, She's like, Dr. Mo, Allie. what are you doing for yourself? And uh, Mo reveals that she is looking into an inpatient depression behavioral center. I love that. She said inpatient. Yes. Like, she's like, I need to spend In. the night. Yes, because <laughs> she recognizes a cycle with herself. But she did say, like, 30 days. I remember her saying that there, there was a, a day yeah. attached to it. Yeah. So we will see how this all unfolds in the reunions that are coming up. But over to Lyrica and A1. 
we saw that they met in the park to chat about their whole situation. And she drops the news about her own place and she wants to get a divorce. Yeah. And then at Kay Michelle's farewell party, because she's moving on over to Atlanta, Pam rolls in and asks, may I speak with Lyrica? Right. I love it because Lyrica G was like, okay. Right. She's like, I'm going to give you your space. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm going to be right up but there. But I'm coming, be right up there <laughs> and I'm going to be right back. Right. <laughs> so once she sees that it's a little productive, she comes right back in. And Pam is actually very disappointed that Lyrica moved out. And she admits that she really does like Lyrica. So they toast oh, that was such to a sweet new beginnings. Moment. I thought it was a really, really sweet moment. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, because when Lyrica and A1 were good, the moms were at it. I know. And that was driving them apart. And now that the moms have finally got it together and they they seem to be on the same page, sometimes yeah. the same sentence, but still overall right, on the right, same right. page. At least the same chapter. They're in the same chapter. They're in the same chapter. For sure. For sure. But now it just sucks to see A1 and Lyrica at odds one, yeah. now that the moms. Yeah, it whatever. does suck. I and I hate that, you know, that Lyrica never knew how much Pam actually does like and respect her, yeah. you know? And also, I didn't think that the conversation was heading in that direction. Yo, neither did I, because I, I was all, uh-oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. Here we go. But That was no, beautiful. The fact that they even toast to new beginnings, I was just like, oh, my God, this is very beautiful. And then it made me sad. I, I was like, A1 could have been there. And it would have been a nice right. moment for everybody. Well, I suck. I'm going to just tell you. I suck oh. because I'm a hopeless romantic. And oh, okay. seeing that, <laughs> seeing, like, that right. seeing that, made me feel like, there's hope. I was like, she's very honest. I suck. I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah, I'm, At least you know. Yeah. I'm just like horrible. Like my sister's a high school sweetheart. I'm like, they're going to get married. I'm like, we're grown adults now. Like, what are you talking uh, about? Oh, that I'm not getting married. Did they not get married? No, but still in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, to this day. They'll be together. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> that's just so cute. I know. I know. <laughs> you're, you're a girl that needs a harsh reality. But all right. That's fine. <laughs> Consider that bubble pop. Right. <laughs> oh, but it's really not that. So okay. <laughs> it, it involved with this whole Lyrica and A1 situation, when A1 visits Ray J backstage, you know, Princess is like, oh, shit. Yeah, she's uh, like, FYI, I kind of told her to move out because when right. I had my situation with Ray. It worked. It may have worked, so we will see what happens with that. But I do find it funny that when the whole rehearsals of it all, that Ray J rolled up the with Bully, Bully the Dog and the Entourage. And he's like, I want the rain, I want smoke, and then boom, I'm going to rise up from the stage, but I'm going to hold back my tears. Right. This whole vision, the poor man. And again, back to being a bubble being popped, because that's what just happens to mm-hmm. you. He gets hit with the reality check saying that this performance no, is just a test. No, boo-boo. You're not going to get the rain. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that. So that was our finale of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And then, of course, next week we will have our first part of the reunion. And a lot of shit is going to go down. That's Let's all I got to go. say. Oh, Ray J can really sing. A lot of revelations. I know. And mm-hmm. I was so happy to see that, too, because, you know, he's very into like his businesses. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, my God, Ray Khan. He you know can I mean? sing, sing. Yeah, he could sing. Yeah, he and, uses that diaphragm. And it was really cool to see a little snippet of Immature, too, because when I hear them, you, they were so young, you yeah. know? So they had young voices. And I was like, oh, how is this going to sound? sound as the grown men? That is hard, yeah. They matured now. They have matured. So but they were they, there. It was good. Lejeune was impressed. I'm here for it. I remember when I was a kid and I saw Marcus Houston's underwear in House oh. Party. He he leaned over and I saw his underwear and I thought my life oh, was Oh, like the changed. booty underwear? Yeah, it was just like oh, a, little, I love a, little, a little snippet, quick second, a couple seconds of like uh, yeah. underwear, underpants. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
My oh, God. God. Wait, did you see a little body? I, I, just the underwear did it for you? All I, I was God. just a little kid. Oh. And I, I was just a little kid. And sorry, I was my like, bad. <laughs> are those his underwear? Oh, my God. And then I had to, like, play it cool because I didn't want anyone around me to even notice that I got excited because five seconds of Marcus Houston's underwear showed. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Well, you should have been at this I'm damn right. concert. Maybe it would have happened should've again. should have been right in the front. I'm like, yo, show me those Mondays, boy. Then threw my underwear. <laughs> I know. I totally see that happening. <laughs> Full circle. That's what you call full circle, honey. Full circle. (laughs) Oh, shit. So over to Cartel Crew. It's Eddie's first time on an airplane, but Mike didn't give him the window seat, Mm. which made me laugh. I was like, oh, man. That is messed up, Mike. Now you know you could let that man have the window seat. I know. But that could have backfired. He could have gotten scared. He He could have. But it looked like he was, like, all about it, though, because he kept looking. I would have definitely let that man have the window window seat. seat. Yeah, for that one. Oh, that's all right. Come on. But- I do love that one, that that shady scene. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? He's, like, right. handing stacks of cash. Oh, yes. I was like, what? And then he's just like, oh, no, there's two little Bark Barks. I'm getting some dogs for Those cat. were the most beautiful dogs. They were so cute. Oh, my God. And I love that he bought them out in L.A. I was like, okay. Right. You know, while we're in L.A., we're just going to buy some dogs and bring them back to over to Miami. Exactly. And sadly, he can't go to Mike's cannabis launch party. Makes sense. But Makes be sense. real from Cypress Hill pops in. That was real cute. Oh, yeah, that was real cute. I like that. So hopefully that all goes well there. And then over to Marie, she has to, you know, do random drug testing out in L.A. And she learns that 80 hours is three and a half days. Which. She's like, ooh. We saw that flashback. I know. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But thankfully everything came out negative from the advocate program that she is in. And then Stephanie and Yvette. Start grilling Betty about the promise she made to the woman at the shelter. In I mean, I, were they? All right, they were asking questions. They wanted to know every, like, literally step one through seventeen. I don't even know how many steps it is, but they were just like, we just want to know how. How you gonna get the this. doctor out there? Are you paying, Are you paying for, him? for him? Yeah. Are you? Is he going first class, coach, or business? Yeah. Does he like a window seat? Is this his <laughs> first time on an airplane? Does he have a frequent flyer mile? Exactly. What is, is going it on that TSA? One? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know these? <laughs> so, of course, the conversation goes in our favorite direction. Yes. Left. Left. <laughs> and uh, Or twisted, like. Um, let me not do it that. Went crazy. I'm not going to do that comparison because yeah. that's going to get She's dark. She's like, no, no, no. So, Betty stands up and legit swears that she is going to help. Cat tries to chill stiff ch- tries to chill Steph out by saying sometimes a promise could go a long way. Steph is all, you don't fucking know her. And boom, Betty's grabbing the tablecloth. Shit starts flying everywhere, and we all know what's about to happen. Yeah. There's a little VH ASMR. So we have Betty and Steph going at it. Who would you like to be? Oh my April, gosh! April, May, or June? I think that I think I honestly really think that I want to be Betty. Uh, okay. Because I really want to like switch my voice up and she, really get into it. That voice switched up. I was very scared. I'm not gonna lie. So this is VHASM. <sighs> I don't have to deal with you. So what? Steph. Yeah, yeah, ca, 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 stupida. Betty. 
I'm tired of your bullshit, bitch. Stop. What the fuck are you gonna do? What the fuck are you gonna do? What the fuck are you gonna do? Betty. Your bitches don't know who the fuck I am. Stop. Take that bitch to the fucking hospital. Betty. You are gonna disrespect my motherfucking character. You're not going to disrespect me. No! And scene. That was... Good grunting in the voice. That, My throat hurts a little. I mean, drink some water. Thanks. Here, I'll talk. So Marie even feels that Yvette and Steph were picking on Betty. And, you know, she also opens up in this episode that her dad was deported, Betty. And she feels empty inside. She was in a dark place that she's even attempted suicide. suicide yeah. Which probably explains why she was so triggered. Because maybe she saw this woman... Like her father and this woman. Yes. You know, just triggering some memories. And she's like, oh, my God, I want to do something. Yeah, she's like, I was in those those kids positions. So I'm going to do whatever in my power I can possibly humanly do to try yeah. to help. Yes. And then Kat, again, trying to explain to Steph that it did come off wrong. But Steph is all, I'm your best friend. Who the fuck is she? Yeah. So basically it's like, doesn't matter. You're my friend. I'm love, always right. I love how Kat and Steph always have each other's back. I'm going to tell you, it would be hard for me to have a bestie with a point of view like Steph mm. because she seems to always feel as if their friendship, their bond dictate dictates how you speak to her, right? Yeah. She's Kat's just trying to keep it a hundred, like we do right here at VH100. Okay. She just kind of trying to tell Plug you. Plug our show once again. This no, is this is what I see. I'm yeah. telling you this. I'm speaking as honestly, a real friend. As a real, real friend, friend would do that because I do right. that to my friends. Like FYI, you're looking a little crazy. Crazy, Let's right? And nobody back. else wants to say anything because they scared. Yeah. But I know you, and I know that I can keep it real with you. And so I just hope that she can see that and not feel like her friends need to pick a side and this, that side always has to be her. That's yeah. not how you have a check and balance. That's not how you stay grounded. Yes, I know. But it's also difficult because a big thing is loyalty a lot. I so know. that's where it gets tricky because when people are like, where does your loyalties lie? Because I have known you for X amount of years. You just met her a couple months ago. So that's where I get oh, that's messed so up in my head too because yes, there is a loyalty, but there's also a right and wrong I know. Situation. It's so hard. Because you you're right. Like as Steph is saying, you don't know her. You're like, you're right. You you don't know her, so what happens if she does pull through? Right, you're so, right. So, like, you know, give her that one shot to see if she can actually pull through, and if she does it, great. If not, then we we have some, you know, legs to stand on over here. Yeah, then. you're right. It's like loyalty versus doing the right thing. It's so, hard. Good so luck. when Steph is still speaking about her side to Kat in the house, Marie and Nicole now are coming into the house with Betty, and I was even surprised. Like, Betty just snuck by Steph behind her. Just kept it going. I like that. She was like, she's I'm like, just I'm just gonna go because it is it Yvette's cute house. And mute. Yep. And she definitely kept it cute and mute, knowing that stuff was, you know, popping off about her situation. So As now, she was like sliding by. Yeah. So Steph feels that now Marie and Nicole and Diana should have given her a heads up since Betty could have snuck in and punched her, but then this causes a whole other fight. So Marie's like, do not fucking start with me. And then Steph like grabs Marie by the throat. And I'm just all like What's going on? Because Marie even says, like, what do you want me to do? Like, walk in the door like, Steph, we're coming in. Right. Betty's rolling through. Right. Like, it's, it's hard, but it, 
you don't know because Steph is right. I get it because if I just had a fight with somebody and I'm talking shit and I don't know that they're coming behind me, there could have been a sneak hit. Because we all remember at Betty's event, yes. there was a sneak hit that went down over there too. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was so fresh in the mind. But I do agree. It's just like, how do you like announce that like we're rolling in without upsetting somebody? So here's the thing. I feel like yeah, there, there. It was it, it was a lose lose situation. There was no uh, way that time, we could have yeah. made stuff. And it seems like there was point. no other she way in the house. Upset, yeah, <laughs> you could have walked around like I must go through this hallway. But she is venting. Yeah, because and- what happens if I announce it and now you're trying to fight Betty, who just is trying to get out of here? Yep. Because she was just like, I'm not trying to be in this house anymore and got to go. So a lot of tensions, though. It was sad because we had such a powerful episode and they went through such a powerful experience in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. And now to see, unfortunately, like the aftermath of it all was a little I sad. Know, but, I hated to see that. But cause... hopefully she shuts us all down, Betty, and proves us wrong. Like, boom, motherfuckers. <laughs> She better the do doctor so- went. She better do something. <laughs> so on the next episode, Nicole is getting some DMs about her dude because we all know that there was a little shadiness going on there. He was, it seemed like he was giving his distance. Right. And she's having a retirement party from the nightlife where Steph and Marie's beef isn't retired just yet. Mm. And it, all of a sudden we see Steph throwing a lot of shit. Betty's trying to throw a table, table, and now Nicole is flipping out because she's like, this is my fucking party. I'm retiring from the nightlife. Don't run it! Right. And there you go. Exactly. But it's like, you know, boo, you knew who you invited. You knew who you had on the attendees list. You know what was going boo, boo. down. <laughs> so before we give Donna a call to chat about the double episode premiere of Blacking Crew Chicago, Lejeune, Tell the people how they can get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get in on this conversation, make sure you use that hashtag VH100podcast. Boom! Mm -hmm. So, of course, we had a double episode season premiere Mm -hmm. of Black Ink Crew Chicago. Yes. We got a lot to talk about. And instead of Lejeune and I shooting the shit back and forth, I say we give Don a call. Oh, great idea. Because he is literally everyone's support system right now. That's right. So we gotta check in on our boy. We need to. Let's we call need him to. up right now. All right, now. let's give Don a call, y'all. All right. Hello. Ring, ring, bitch. Hi, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? What up, man? How's life? Man, great, blessed. Can't <laughs> complain. Welcome back. We missed y'all. I know. Well, you know we can't get enough of you up here in Chicago. You know what it is. Exactly. So. All right, I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot with four, right? So first off, I remember seeing on his Instagram when he posted him in the cuffs, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So I remember right. I was texting everybody. I was like, "Is he okay?" And they're like, "Oh right, yeah, right. he's fine. Don't worry about it." So come to find out that our little homeboy was maybe getting some serviced orally while he was driving. Right. Well, you well, you know, uh, you know <laughs> when you're young and, and you can have fun, <laughs> you, uh, do it while you can. Right. I think, Literally. <laughs> you know, bro, you know, bro is newly on the open market of being single. You know what I mean? I mean, it ain't a situation where he getting caught up. I think it was just a situation where, hey, man, sometimes uh, too much fun can cost you. So, right. <laughs> so, wait, where were you when you got the call? Like, what time was it? Uh, you know, it was like midday. I think I was like Uh-oh. in the middle of right. traffic, finna go get. Yeah, it was like middle of the day. This wasn't no nighttime, actually. This was, <laughs> that's what made it funny. Right. It was like broad daylight, you know, couldn't control yourself. Um, you know, I guess, you know, the body took over. And um, I'm like on my way to, like, I don't know, I think I'm going to get the boys or something. And I'm getting like all these calls. And it's like he calls me and he's like, I knew something wasn't right because he calls me like, yeah, done. Um, 
Yeah, Ooh. man, they finna take me over here to, uh, I'm like, oh. oh <laughs> You're wow. like, drop a pin, drop a pin. Right. Wow, he was getting um, that brunch I, head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brunch, yeah, right. Some nice and early, nice and early, out the way, mimosa style. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm so, sure you won't reveal, but he won't tell us who it was. Do you know? And if you do, it's fine. You don't have to tell us, but do you know? Oh, uh, yeah, I got an idea. I got an idea. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's crazy. That's fine. <laughs> All right, but yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll leave him alone now. We'll leave him alone. Right. <laughs> but Charmaine um, opens up about her own shop, Second City Inc. Ooh. Ryan doesn't, yes, yes. He doesn't get how someone that doesn't know much about actually tattooing has a tattoo mm-hmm. shop. So what were your thoughts? Uh, mine was quite similar. I think, like, you know, we've... Uh, uh, for me, my introduction to tattoos came along when I got back to Chicago, got to working under Ryan and my brother. So for me, this has been, um, and also being a guy with million tattoos, and mm-hmm. when my brother first started, like, years ago, like, me being one of his first tattoos, I've just been around the tattoo game for a while. So right. when I got around them, this is six, seven, eight plus years of, almost 10 years of being around tattoos. I think for us, it was a little confusing to say, like, you know, even though Charmaine was a part of the team, she technically really never had to, like, be like a understudy or really study the concept of tattooing or the true business aspect we just kind of you know her her role was very simple receptionist style take care a little bit of paperwork a little this and that like so it's kind of for us to find to look at a person who like really doesn't have a passion for tattoos yeah Mm. we're kind of like confused like this ain't really even your passion so what's to it have you been to the shop the new shop no you know Nah, you know, I don't think I'm welcome anyway. So mm-hmm. I just kind of like support from a distance. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? He's like, have fun over there. That's great. Yeah, support from a distance. There ain't no hate this way. <laughs> so with the new shop, seems like the public doesn't know about it just yet. We saw that on Instagram. It started off with 106 followers. Now, now mm-hmm. it has, and now it has a little, little over three k. Yeah. So she gets yeah. rolling out involved, and they get a feature in rolling out, and they kind of get a whole party, yeah. which you four and Ryan rolled up on and you're a little surprised because mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit, they got like pictures everywhere. Right. They're here. Yeah. So Ryan just feels like, all right, so Second City doesn't really deserve this recognition just yet because it took him 10 years to get yeah. to where he is. And right. she's at where she's at because of him, but y'all let mm-hmm. her go. So can we hate on this hustle or? Um, It's not really about hating on the hustle. It's just like my point of view is just like, hope that when people do things, man, I hope it's from a spot of purity, not from a spot of, like, one to be, like, uh, competitive or, like, you know, bringing in, like, the green-eyed monster. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't do something out of jealousy. Like, don't do something out of being petty. Yeah. Because um, I kind of look at it like, you know, again, it's not not knocking her hustle, but I know, like, come on, like, Char, like, tattooing ain't your passion. So I think this is more of a get-back-at-us type thing oh, and God. utilize – utilize a lot of the resources that uh, have been opened up through working with us to kind of, you know what I'm saying, to to run your wave real fast. Yeah, but uh, so she does kind of acknowledge it, and she's saying that's why Mm -hmm. she brought Jess into the picture Mm because she is a tattoo artist and whatnot. So are you familiar with Jess or...? Um, yeah, I'm somewhat familiar with her uh, because, you know, the, being around the guys a lot, you know, they've admired a lot of different artists, rather they're from the U.S. or mm-hmm. another country. So I'm familiar with her. Um, am I familiar with her personally? I don't know. Because, like, for us, it took us years to grow to where we at relationship-wise. Yeah. So sometimes business can be – it can be kind of hard kicking off a business with fresh people that you're really not familiar with. Yeah. So – 
that's that's another thing to it. So, uh, you know, just seems cool from from what I see on the ground. Yeah. Hey, oh, live right the, they live in the same city. Yeah, right about that. But then on the flip, sometimes it's even harder to open up something with people that you're super close with because then the lines get blurred on oh, where yeah. the relationship stands. So we'll see mm-hmm. how that. We'll see. Only time can tell there with, the, with those the ladies. Time. But Charmaine did come up to you guys during the event, during the party, and sort of vented some of her frustrations a little bit. She said that she felt right. like y'all didn't really have her back the way that you have each mm. other's backs. Like the guys mm-hmm. look out for the guys and nobody was really holding her down. How do you feel mm-hmm. about her opinions on that? Um, I think it just comes from a more of a place of like um, for the first time and well, really in the last couple of years, for the first time, Charmaine's been in more of a situation of relationship status mm-hmm. um, where in the past, if you really kind of watch like, you know, whether it was myself, whether it was Ryan, whether it was my brother four, we were kind of just being dragged through the mud as guys a lot, like mm. and, and having to endure a lot of punches. And so, um, and then especially for me and Ryan, when it came down to uh, our situations, putting family at risk and children involved, like, it became a different level of stress for us, so where we all just kind of bonded together to kind of keep each other mentally like stable to do what we got to do for our families and children. So I think when it when it kind of hit with Shar, it was kind of like it's not that nobody cared. I think that like <laughs> I think in the past we had watched Shar be in the middle of so many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just was kind of like uh, okay, Shar. Like it just didn't hit us the same because like. So, you know, we've been bullets been flying around this place for years right. and we do we care, but we ain't finna just put up this big old we you know, I don't remember you coming in a blazing with guns for us right. either. When the, the tables time. return. <laughs> I feel you. That's a valid, yeah, that's like a valid we, we, point. And it's and like I said again, not because nobody cares, just kinda one of the things like it, you'll be all right. We kinda looked at it like it ain't that serious, you'll be all right. Right. I mean, that's you all we try to ever tell her like right. we you we don't take it that deep. We're not taking your situation that deep. Um because of the things we all been through and the risk uh, of family and kids. So we just kind of like, sure, you be cool. Right. It's, um, it's life. What you're dealing with is light. Let's let it go. Let's move forward. Right. I feel you on that. Yeah, and she is moving forward. Not her knee eloped, and now they're expecting. I, so. I want to know if they're going to send that nine mag baby shower gift. <laughs> huh. I, mean, we de- I mean, listen, man, like I'm, uh, you know, I always looked at it like this, regardless of what we went through personally as a crew, uh, family and children have always been like, uh, what's the word off the market, man? Like your, you know, family and, and my kids, like they've supported my kids. My kids love Char. Like, DJ's always talking about her. And, um, you know, we hear on the radio, he's excited. Like, you know, we, you know, I like to leave that separate. You know, we don't like to teach hate around here and I never, uh, hope that they teach their unborn any type of negative energy like that. So we That's definitely still thing. sending out baby shower gifts. Yes. We definitely send, sending out love. That's and right, manager of Nine Mag. Come through. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, it's just it's just all love. She was there for my gender reveal. She was there for a lot of things that do with my children. Um, and she showed support. So I'm definitely going to show her the same support back. Okay. I love that. I do like that. Good job. I'm proud of you. So being the manager of Nine Mag, we're seeing that Ryan is having a tough time balancing work and family life. So how do you balance it out? Because y'all, you got a lot going on yourself. Yeah. You got, yeah. you know what I mean? So how are you balancing? I, um, I think it's just where, uh, you know, I had to learn from a friend and it wasn't, I, I, it's, everybody has their own perspective on how they want to take this. But I, like I told him before, sometimes you have to take a step back and take care of self. 
Yeah. It's not to be right. selfish. It's not to, like, not care about everybody else. But, like, how am I going to be able to help anybody else if I'm not good within, if I'm not balanced within? Yeah. So I had to really take a step away from a lot of friends and family and people to say, like, let me really get my mental, my, emo- you know, my, my emotions, my spiritual self together, my health together. And once I did that, I kind of started letting bit by bit of everybody else's problems come back around. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be there for family. You're going to be there for your loved ones. So you just got to, like, focus on stuff and then piece by piece start worrying about everybody else. And that's what I had to do. It wasn't, you know, to shut everybody off, but I had to really say what was my priority. At the time, it was myself, my children, my wife, and then everybody else kind of fell into play after that. You and Ford noticed that something was been up with Ryan and sort of gave him a little advice to maybe give therapy a try. At first, he was a little hesitant because he didn't think a stranger would be able to help him out, but he sort of got into it. No, I mean, you know, honestly, look, everything that I've been through, for and just the journey that our family has taken, you know, from uh, losing my sister to the things that's happened with my dad to everything that started happening with four. Yeah. Um, I just kind of looked at it like, man, I couldn't let allow another friend, another brother mm. to walk into a wall where he doesn't feel like, you know, it's, you know, where he can't get out of or that it's over with. You know what I mean? And yeah. I know that uh, the family life things that's going on with Rachel and, mm-hmm. and the kids. I know all these things affect him because I know he just really, he's a person that just spends a lot of time beating himself up because he blaming himself for everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, the, for, for him and Rachel, for uh, the family, like how his uh, personal side is with his dad, his mom, never. it's like, he feels like all of this is his fault. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be able to get these things off your chest. And when you hold it in, it makes it worse. So for me, it's more of a scare and hurtful feeling. Um, because I've been in his shoes in a mm. different way. Mm. And, you know, when things happened with me and Ashley a couple of years, about a year and a half ago, um, losing my sister, you know, I just kind of felt like, man, what could I have done to fix all that? I should have been able to fix this. I should have been able to do this. Yeah. If I had done this, uh, things would be different. And, you know, you would get stuck in a dark place. And I just wanted um, him to know that we know what's going on with him and that he's not alone. Because I think when you're in that box, you you really feel alone. You feel like nobody understands you. And I think we just want to, before it gets, before it got into a worse place, we just really wanted to push Ryan to let him know, I mean, we here, bro. You got a support system. You're not alone. We love you. And we're going to fight through this with you. Things are going to get better. And, you know, we just wanted to let him know, like, man, if, if he can't talk to us, it might feel better talking to a stranger or somebody who's like, not directly involved and yeah. be able to just listen. Because sometimes we all just want to hear. And I just want him to, like, get it off his chest. I don't want him to keep holding it in because Ryan's good for that. Ryan will work himself to the bone. Right. Won't talk to nobody. And you look up, and, and bro will be on Instagram at 5 in the morning, and you're like, man, what's wrong? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like we just we trying to just get him, snap him out of that lonely space and let him know, like, bro, we here. That's why if you ever watch the gram, we in the gym with him every morning. Uh, we going for runs with him every morning. Right. I literally so asked him for we, pointers. I'm like, hey, I got some chicken tender arms over here. Like, you can, <laughs> can you throw do? some advice over here? Like, what do I do? They're like, do a pull-up, idiot. How right. about that? Do one pull-up. And I'm like, oh, no. No, good. but that's just so beautiful and dope to have that support system. Yeah. And everyone doesn't have that and doesn't encourage people to, like, talk and get it out. So it's beautiful that you guys yeah. are there for each other like that. Yeah. But who's supporting Maybe you, Don? Right. How are you doing? Because, yeah. again, you know, last season we saw that four was going through a depressive state and now seeing Ryan going through it, 
and you're also trying to keep it together for your family when Ashley had the cancer scare. So yeah. how's Don? Like, who's supporting you? Ashley, obviously. But who else? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I have very uh, close friends who, for me, who are nowhere near involved with the tattoo area mm. of, the, of our world. And um, those people uh, have been there for me in a different way, man, whether it's been learning myself spiritually, um, mm. getting in the weight room with these guys. It's different things that I had to participate in to uh, kind of help Don grow and heal. Mm-hmm. And be able to realize, like you know, I can't. What's the word? I, I can't control everything, and I think that's what we get caught up in, thinking we can save everybody, we can fix everything. Um, I just want to be able to support my friends through the knowledge I'm gaining about myself. And I think the more that I continue to grow, uh, the more I'll be able to be there to kind of guide my friends into hopefully something that'll help them down the line. You All definitely right. have grown from season to season. I'm just putting it out there. Right. I was like, Damn. I, mean, I appreciate it. Yeah, in every way, <laughs> every way, <laughs> emotionally, mentally, in your marriage, physically, everything. I was like, okay, this man is just having a glow up. Right there, he goes. <laughs> right, glowing right up before our very eyes. But this episode was a hard episode know, right? for you, and you know Ashley dealing with the cancer scare. And thankfully, yeah. thank the Lord that she does not have yes. cancer and that, that is, it was yeah, just yeah, a cyst. But it honestly, it's beautiful to shed light on these sort of issues because a lot of women are going through it and they don't even know what's going on. So it's beautiful yeah. for you guys to share that. Yeah. But we we totally felt you on that forty eight our waiting period so how was it actually trying to hold it together and keep ashley emotionally together while you guys are waiting for these results Um, and for the kids right oh wait the kids didn't know no they didn't know but i'm saying like just trying to To keep the front yeah keep the front what you do uh what i had to learn um was uh you know you have to wake up and, and just speak every in each each day what you want to come out of it and then what you want to come out of life. So for me, in this situation, she was already panicking. Um, she's freaking out. So I, I had to be able to constantly remind her, like, everything's going to be okay and kind of, like, push her to thinking nothing but positive thoughts. Because yes. I think if I was panicking, she would have panicked more. And I've become a firm believer of, like, we make ourselves ill. We kind of we make ourselves sick the more we worry. And I felt like the more she would have been worrying, the like, you know, she'd have pushed herself into, like, bad results. You know what right. I mean? She kind of spoke herself into bad results. Yeah. So I never spoke cancer once. I told we're going to be straight. We're going to be fine. Yes. We're going to get through this. Um, this is going to be a lump. Like, I never spoke cancer until, like, once. And I, you know, refused for her to sit there and believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. All that power in the tongue, you got to manifest. Hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can, again, I can't even imagine because I know I died just waiting for the results from my STD test. So the whole cancer, <laughs> I, I would, I don't even know how y'all did it. So God right. bless you. Hey. <laughs> God bless you and Ashley. That's right. You party animals. Party <laughs> Listen, what I do, oh. I don't know. <laughs> so, no, you, you. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you've got to be strong, man. That's all. Always. It's, it's, it's strong. It's, but even then, um, to be honest, like, that shows uh, for me uh, where the feminine side of myself is attached, you know what I mean, to her and my kids. Uh, that's that soft side of me where it's like, you know, I really, as a man, like, I'm ready to break down because I don't know what to do. I got everybody around me that's going through something. My wife's mm-hmm. going through something. I'm trying to protect my kids. So, that's that moment where sometimes I had to realize, man, it's okay to go sit in this corner and, and break down. 
Yeah, and have that moment. You know, if I need to let it out, if I need to just cry, like maybe I might not let her see it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had to let it out uh, a few times through this whole process and through this journey with my brothers and my friends. Aww. What happens when you renew your wedding vows? Are you going to cry then, too? Man, yeah. you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say just let it all out. Let, it, let all it out. Let it all out. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of the wedding vows, we do want to play a little game with you called Does Your Boo Know You? Okay. So, okay. Farah helped me get some answers from Ashley. And uh, we sent over some questions, and we want to see if you can guess what Ashley said. Because y'all y'all have been together for a minute. Not right. even a minute. What is it, like a month? I don't even know how to say that. But, yeah, y'all have been together. Right, and the lines <laughs> get blurry. The kids would be like, how y'all met? And he'd be like, yeah, she, my, your mom was chasing me down. I'm like, like, wait, no, no, what? No. She's like, sir, <laughs> put yourself in check. <laughs> right. <laughs> so are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. So does your boo. No, you. Hit him, LeJune. <laughs> Who made the first move? Uh, that have to be me. Hey. Bingo! That's what she said. What did you do? <laughs> uh, man, you know we do a mutual friend, and you know she, you know I, I hit up on Facebook, Ooh. and we got to hollering ever ever since then. We we you know you know we was in that cake stage. You know you sit on the phone all day. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Oh so I think yes. Before we even before we even link, we probably was on the phone for like. At least twenty hours out of the day between oh, I was in wow. school still, so between between every class I mean to text her on the phone with her like all the way up until like the first time we like actually linked up. Okay. Oh, that's sweet. I like the story. So that first time that you linked up, uh, is that mm-hmm. what happens to be your first kiss? Because we asked her where was your first kiss. No, it definitely was the first time I kissed her. Like I literally walked into the kitchen oh. of our friend's house and I picked her up, spent around in the air, and kissed her. Hey! Oh, I love ding, this ding, story. ding. So, yeah, she said a mutual friend's place in the kitchen, but she didn't give us that detail. Okay, you better pick her up. Right. That's probably what swa- she was like, boom. I the love mutual that. Facebook friend. All right, so what did Ashley tell us is her favorite thing about you, like a physical attribute? Uh, all of me. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, we made her choose. So I was like, slim it down. <laughs> yeah, we we actually narrow it down. Like, if you had to pick something, a great quality that you love about Don, physically, physically, what would it be? Man, I, he's like, I'm just sculpted for the gods. Right. He's like, uh, literally everything. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she. Well, I can't. I can't say what I want to say. Oh, I know. All right, okay. If you want to bring the egg, if you want to bring the eggplant into it, that's fine. Listen, it, it, I, that is on the table. But inches are inches are involved. But we're talking about your height. <laughs> I think it, I think it has a lot to do with how you scooped her up that first time. In the kitchen, hold on. You know what I'm saying? A big man do big things. Maybe because I'm a big dude. Yeah. Right. All right, so so that's that's cute and all, but now we got to hit you with the real stuff. So what do you okay. do that annoys Ashley the most? Hmm, what do I do? I got terrible. I got terrible communication. Mm. Okay, why you're talking for twenty right. hours on the phone? Exactly. <laughs> He's no, like, I'm talking about today. why I get ready to just move around. I'm just real bad on spontaneous. Okay, well, on top of your communication, apparently you have some mood swings going on. Oh uh, yeah, I thought that's that's part that's what that's part of the communication. Oh, exactly. there you go. Communication. I get she tell. called it mood swings. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It. What was the first place that you guys um, got your freak on? That's right. Get the very first place we the got a freak very on? Very first time. It would be at my at one of my friend's house in the locked in the bedroom. <laughs> that and is... I lit up candles and everything. I because oh. I it was a roommate. It was our room, my roommate time. Okay, it's not the same Facebook mutual friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all may as well just do the wedding at this mutual Facebook. I know. Like, Facebook. You, all your friends better watch out. Like when you two disappear at a at a house, and we're like, where'd they go? Right. Where'd exactly. they go? Where's that at? Uh-huh. Here they go. Uh, and then another question. Wildest place y'all got your freak on? Wildest place? Wildest. Uh, man. Uh, you know, because I'm Mr. I'm always like Mr. Spontaneous um, with, uh, with her. But I, I want to, uh, you know, I want, I really want to, <laughs> I really want to say I'm always asking for silly stuff. But she's always like, no, no, no. But <laughs> I, I want to say, <laughs> I want to say the uh, like the car. But see, that's that, that's what I want to say. But I uh, would. Oh, you trying to pull a four, eh? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, that's where four learned it from his brother. No, she said a forest preserve, which is really, really intriguing. Oh, yeah, well, that is definitely wild. You know what? It was. It was. I, it was very wild. It was a force reserve. I'm like, like what are the wild. options when you're when you're not coming up with this answer? I'm like, I need to. <laughs> I know. No, like, if that didn't pop because up, because it wasn't that. It, like I said, we just is. Listen, I can go on and on about this freaky list. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can tell. I, I don't know if you watched the show. I told you I like to dress up. Some days I come home as Batman for yes. no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, lady, I saw the light go up. Exactly. What's up? That's why, yeah, that's up. why, yeah, when you said car, I was thinking Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, Lejeune has one more for you. Go ahead, Lejeune. That's right. That's right. What is one thing that Ashley wishes you would not do for the gram? Ooh. Uh, probably, probably, uh, Probably be naked or well, half naked when I take pictures. That's right. Boom. Put your shirt on, boo. <laughs> no, but he got to get the likes. Put your gotta shirt on. Got to get my gym likes up, man. <laughs> he got to get the likes. Get I feel, views, I feel you, gym Ashley, views. putting all that out there. I don't. I'm like, he got to do it. Because uh, the one I don't time. Do no, I, I don't do any great jogging. Oh, and there you go. But no, the you one gotta time give I me one another. I got to have at least let me, let me do a no shirt. But I let mean, me just <laughs> say something. Do you think that the muscles are hiding behind the thin, the thin layer of cotton? <laughs> we know they there. <laughs> Ashley, don't worry, it. girl. I got you. I checked them. But no, literally. <laughs> legit, one time I hit him up. I was like, hey, Don, I need you to do something, but you have to be shirtless. So I'm sure Ashley was probably like, thanks a lot. Right, Daniel, right. For making, right. That, making that man do that. Thank you. Right, yeah, thank no you. problem. No problem. All right, so that was Does Your Boo. No, you. <laughs> so what else is going on in the world of Don? Yeah. How's the gym? How's the acting? I mean, everything. Um, I mean, for me, you know, gym is pretty much, you know, secondary. It's pretty much everything. I, I'm i in there every day. Um, it's just become a part of my lifestyle, health, um, and just moving forward. It's just really come like a personal goal um, at this point, um, which kind of coincides with what I'm trying to do. You know, the acting and the modeling is going well. Um, so, you know, keeping myself together is very important with, you know, sending out different um, self-takes. Uh, self-tapes and different things like that, you need yep. to, you know, be at your best. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I actually got a few things lined up, a few more plays that'll be happening at the top of the year. 
um, and, you know, hopefully closing in on a potential, uh, you know, show deal. Okay. Um, oh, as far as a regular on the series, the Amazon series is still going great. That's right. Um, yeah. Become a regular on Amazon series of Thunder. Um, so, if, you know, if you ever want to go check out a little bit of my actor, it's yes. on um, Amazon Prime. Of course. Um, and, you know, these things are just uh, things that are going well for me today, helping me keep polishing my skills. I mean, um, as we know, like any actor that we've watched and grow to love, like um, they took them many projects before they were this superstar, even right. Idris Elders. You know what I mean? Yep. Like people that everyone looks up to, like these guys. I, one day I just sat and realized how many movies and TV shows and things I've seen to be a part of. And I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is the beginning of the journey to that successful uh role that I'm going to accomplish. That's right. You. Like we said, the glow up. That's right. Success is a process. <laughs> Enjoy that journey. I love it. Yes, I love yes, it. But yeah, so obviously good vibes all around. We wish you nothing but the best. For and sure. I cannot thank you enough for answering our phone call. Oh man, it's no problem. I always got to answer when I see you coming. You usually got good news for me. And he asked you to do stuff with no shirts. <laughs> I know. I'm like, take your shirt off. Thanks. Right. Bye. Right. Probably like, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, thank it's you so so much. Give the kids a big hug, and obviously right. Ashley a big kiss from us. Yes. And I'm sure I'll chat with you soon, sir. All right. Always love you guys. Y'all be safe. Thank All you. right. Thanks for being you. Bye. Oh, that was oh, great. That was so good. I really, really appreciate that. So thank you so much, Don. That was our two-episode season premiere of Black and Crew Chicago. A lot to talk about. That's right. So much. Sorry about that, y'all. But that does bring us to an end of our podcast. It does. What are we dedicating this podcast to? Guys, this is a special episode because I'm going to dedicate this episode to two things. Shaking it Anyway. Drum roll, please. It wasn't a ba- it wasn't a duffel bag full of candy. It was cats, puppies. <laughs> I was talking about nose candy. Uh, hey, shout out to cats, puppies, y'all. Bark, bark, I want y'all. to definitely dedicate the episode to that. The setup, the suspense that I was put in, and then the reveal of those adorable, was... adorable puppies. I want the gray one. We don't even know the puppies' names. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. How did Girl, they get back to Miami? I, I... She just wanted that candy. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, no. did you hit that? candy or what's up no no i didn't i didn't but i really was like oh my goodness i i know he knows that he's on a reality show i know he wouldn't do this to himself i know i know i was like really worked up and then to see the puppies i want a puppy all right somebody was at the edge of her seat okay all right and then what was the second one or no we don't care no it it. was the two puppies did you watch the episode i did watch the episode you saw it it was two bags i thought it was two different items all right each each puppy needed their own individual love all right got it done and noted so that is a wrap on episode 35 of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word. That's all right, folks. Yeah, and make sure that you follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love & Hip Hop, Black Ink Crew, and Cartel Crew. You already know you got to put that at in front of all. And you already know that you got to put an at in front of easy, M-A-N-O-L-I. That's right, and you know that I am your girl at I-M-L-A June like the month. Mm, So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous and it needs to stop. 
Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.